You know, one of the wonderful things about sacred scripture is no matter how many times you go back to it, there's always something new, always something that can kind of hit you in a new way at a new time as we continue to grow ourselves and experience different things. And, you know, this particular gospel from the Sermon on the Mount is the same gospel we've gotten every Ash Wednesday since time immemorial. We always get our Lord saying to the disciples about the righteous deeds of almsgiving, of praying, of fasting, and about not being hypocrites about it. And it's such a good thing to get, of course, and I think so often I've always just thought about, yeah, the stuff that I'm doing and, you know, and and thinking about also like that repayment of righteous deeds. We kind of, it's easy to get into the stuff that we do. But for whatever reason, this morning as I was praying with this gospel, it really hit me in a big way that, yes, we're supposed to do all these things in secret, but notice, too, that our Heavenly Father in secret is noticing everything, too. And through it all, you know, as we, like in our our day-to-day lives, right, it's like the little things really matter, right? The way that we do things, doing the little things with great love. And we're so blessed We have a God, a heavenly father, who notices the little things, that he is there in secret, that he's paying attention to the smallest little, you know, fast that I might make today, that I could have had a cup of coffee about an hour and a half ago, because I'll be honest with you, I could have used it. But, you know, like, I no, I'm just not going to do that. We're going to keep going with the fast. We're going to keep going on. By the way, coffee doesn't break the fast. It's okay. But it was like a little extra thing. So, you know, like those little things that we do, plus I just told you I just gave it away. I'm sorry. So I'm not trying to be a hypocrite here. I promise. See, that's the hard thing about being a priest. I have to pray in front of you. It just is what it is, right? But at the end of the day, you know, when we get back to Lent, and even though it can be, you know, a difficult trial, because, you know, almsgiving, fasting, and even taking the time to pray can be a difficult sacrifice. But to know that the reward is there just insofar as our Lord notices, and the fact that we're rewarded, and the fact that we get to show love, and that he receives it, and that we're not stuck in some ongoing cycle competition of who can be the one who kneels in the church the longest, you know, or who's the one who can go without eating for the longest amount of time. It's a little bit different for all of us. I'm not going to eat any cake for a long time, but it's not hard for me. I don't really care. Cake's not a big thing for me. For some people it is. And for some to say no and to just do it, why? Because I love you and he knows. And I think to have that realization once again on Ash Wednesday is so important. In the fact that we have this special time of year, specifically in the Catholic Church, and of course beyond too, many of our Protestant brothers and sisters participate as well. But it's like that awesome opportunity to stop and to not just like sing bigger and just say, hey everybody, get happier out there, because that doesn't always do the trick that we have an opportunity and the church calls us to do this and invites us to all do it together where we enter in and take the time to recognize that he's already there loving us, that he's already there telling us, okay, don't just do this so that others can see it. Do it because you love me, you know? 
And to have that opportunity to enter into that, to once again be very intentional about the fact that we know that we are being loved into existence. Being very intentional about saying thank you back with these specific ways and that he even gives us the direction to say, and don't let these things be corrupted, you know? Don't let this be something that just turns into one more competition in our crazy competitive world. Because the beautiful thing about loving our Lord and taking time to do it in specific ways, with our specific sacrifices, with our giving of alms, with our time for him. Yes, it's gonna look a little bit different for everybody, and I will just say this too. It's not always gonna look perfect. You know, as I came in here for Mass today, this is the third time I've begun the Liturgy of the Word, at least, today on Ash Wednesday, and I screwed up, right? I started the penitential rite. I'm not supposed to do that at Ash Wednesday. But you know what? Sometimes you're in the routine and you just kind of keep going. So that's why I then went to let us pray because I made a mistake, right? But it's not as though our Lord is like, this mass is no good. You all can just go home. Like, no. And we're probably going to make some mistakes along the way in Lent, right? There's going to be, you know, the sacrifice you meant to give up TV, but you accidentally turned it on and watched a show. These things happen, just like they happen between parents and children. We make some mistakes. But ultimately, what is the the underlying goal in all of this? It's to first stop and recognize that God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son. And during this time, we get to reflect on the fullness of what that means, his passion, his death. And then, together, at this long period of preparation, then... We get to celebrate the great joy of his resurrection, of the fact that his love that is there, his love that is noticing our love back, is the type of love that will not be overcome by sin and death. And so my brothers and sisters in Christ, we have begun what the opening prayer calls this campaign you know, of Christian service, this campaign, because we are in spiritual warfare and we're being pulled away and we're being you know, tempted towards all sorts of sin and hatred all the time. But this time of year reminds us that love of our Heavenly Father is real, that he notices every little thing, that he loves us even more than you love your children, right? Even though, even more than I love my niece and nephews, which is really saying something, you know? That he loves us so much that he's in the midst of all of this with us. And during this time, he invites us to come to him in all of these different ways, not to show off, but to say back to him, I love you too. Praise be Jesus Christ.